Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A lot of headlines to catch you up on here this morning. First, though, we want to say good morning, everybody. Welcome here to Fox 2 News in the morning. Hopefully you're having a great weekend. It is Sunday, July 30th, already the end of July. Welcome in. I'm Laura Simon. The severe weather has moved out of the St. Louis area, thankfully, but we're still dealing with some aftermath this morning. We want to get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers this morning with a look at that forecast. Jamie, those storms got pretty intense yesterday. I know they really did. We had record winds in at St. Louis Lambert International Airport. The highest wind gusts ever measured there. 79 miles per hour. That is wild. And hurricane in the month of July, sorry, in the winds. month of July. <laughs> yes, in the month of July and 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 our extreme weather specialist Chris Higgins yes. was saying those are comparable to hurricane yes. winds, so no joke out there. And they were sustained. It wasn't just one quick 70 mile not in, nine mile per hour wind gust. It was sustained, really brutal wind out there. So yes, the record in July, 79 mile per hour, beating the previous record of 75 miles per hour. So not necessarily the strongest wind we've ever seen measured at Lambert International Airport before the month of July. It now looks like we hold that record for 2020. Three. So yes, brutal winds, brutal storms moved across the area. Lots of cleanup to be done this morning, though. In the aftermath of that storm, we have muggy conditions out there, patchy fog. So visibilities are low in some areas, very patchy. So even though a lot of our airports are registering visibilities that are fine, I know the 270 I-64 interchange, very foggy. But then once you get up to page in 270, it wasn't foggy at all. So very patchy out there. But Washington measuring three tenths of a mile. Visibility also lower from the Farmington Regional Airport there down to one and a half miles. So there's our view from space. We have some rain south of the region, but it is out for us. There is another complex of storms over the high plains that we are watching to our north and west. Actually, I believe in South Dakota is where it's developing. That though, the latest data does show that staying west of our region, which is good news. They got that system that came through yesterday, brought cooler air in place, a little bit more stable air in place. So hopefully any of those storms stay back to our west today. Temperatures out the door in the upper 60s and the low 70s for your high today. It is going to be cooler than the week that we have experience of that extreme heat, dangerous heat. We're going to see temperatures reaching the low 90s. So this morning, muggy and warm by 11 a.m. 83, and then our forecast high is 91. Now we are going to take a look at some of those damage reports that we have seen across the region, as well as some of those wind gust reports, and take a closer look at what happened yesterday here coming up in just a few minutes as well as a look ahead into the work week. Looking forward to that, Jamie. Thanks so much. Severe storm certainly made a major impact in St. Charles County, and right now more than 5,000 people there are waking up without power this morning. Fox 2's Callista McTrician is live there now with a closer look at the damage in St. Paul specifically. Callista, what are you seeing out there? 
Laura, we're joining you on Hackman Road, and as you said, still many without power. We are seeing that in this neighborhood. I want you to take a look at this tree knocked over right behind me in this resident's yard. I mean, it's huge. You can see it was just completely ripped from its stump, and it's peeling over into this resident's yard. We've seen a lot of this around the area from signs knocked over, trees knocked over, all the result of what happened yesterday. Now, I want you guys to take a look at this video. Our woods basement stormwater captured yesterday afternoon when the storm was at its worst. Now, this is in St. Charles County on Highway K, winds hitting around 80 miles per hour. Our very own storm specialist, Chris Higgins, telling us this is some of the worst winds ever experienced in the St. Louis region, describing them as hurricane force winds sustained over 10 to 15 minutes. The effects clearly still being felt around St. Charles County and surrounding areas. Now, we know community officials are still working to assess just how bad the damage is. This morning, we have reached out to the police department to see what they've seen, what they've heard, and whether or not there has been any severe injuries as a result of this storm. Now, as we continue to surface, we will keep you posted on what we learn. For now, we're reporting in St. Charles County. Calista Matrician. Okay, Calista, thank you. 6.05 is our time and we are monitoring power outages across the bi-state for you this morning. Right now we are seeing a little more than 41,000 people with no electricity in Missouri as a whole right now and more than 14,000 customers right now in Illinois are without power. St. Louis County though is currently seeing the most power outages. There are more than 24,000 customers without electricity at this hour. Over in the Metro East, we want you to take a look at some video from O'Fallon, Illinois. John Simmons caught this on his security camera and sent it into our newsroom. A tree fell onto his neighbor's garage and their two cars. Look at those power flashes too as trees rip through those power lines. Their winds clocked in at 60 to 70 miles per hour in that area. Thankfully, nobody was injured. And this is a photo of some power lines tangled in trees here in Steelville, Illinois. Fox 2 viewer Larry Lohman sent me this image. It really puts things in perspective on just how powerful yesterday's storms really got. He tells me that Amarin told him that crews probably will not be able to get power restored to people impacted till later today. People over in Collinsville didn't let the weather ruin their night. They did have some damage there in town, but the annual Smokin' on Main Festival did have to be put on hold for a little bit. It was interrupted but not canceled. The barbecue competition benefits the U.S. Veterans Foundation as well as the city's food pantry. They got it back up and running once the rain moved out of the area, and the fun does continue today from 11 this morning till 5 tonight. Those damaging storms that we saw on Saturday certainly have cooled things down a bit for us. Feeling comfortable out finally this morning. We do want to check in with meteorologist Jamie Travers for what we can expect the rest of the weekend and as we head into another work week. Yeah, well, an active weather pattern is going to continue into the work week, but the good news is that cooler temperatures come along with that. We so, will take that. Yes, <laughs> we have. brutal. Yeah, in fact, the forecast update that we did this morning, I was lowering some numbers. So that's always a good thing. Mm -hmm. Some from our forecast 24 hours ago, or actually 12 hours ago yesterday evening. Uh, so what we have had though out there yesterday was a big 
basically a big bow echo, a big complex of storms rolled straight through the viewing area. We were tracking this thing from Nebraska, so it took some time getting here, but by yesterday afternoon, as we anticipated right around 2 p.m. though, those storms started rolling into our western counties. This storm was warned the entire time it was through the region bringing those winds 60 to 80 miles per hour. Some of those strongest winds in St. Charles and St. Louis counties, the airport there. I'll show you that wind gust of 79 miles per hour, but it continued eastward and along this whole leading edge. We had those damaging winds. The southern end of the storm, tail end of the storm, not quite as strong, really where you see the biggest bow here. That's where the strongest winds occurred with this storm system as it rolled through. But behind it, I know a lot of people were saying yesterday they needed some rain on my Facebook page. So behind it, we did get a pretty good, nice soaking of rain. Uh, so that was, I guess, a little bit of a silver lining with this. But unfortunately, we had to get through the severe weather first. So the storm reports, we had a lot of them. So we had lots of wind reports, the little blue icon you see. Those are uh, uh, so the, the roof, those are storm damage reports. And then we have, uh, these are the blue ones. These are those wind gust reports. So 79 miles per hour, as we mentioned, record uh, the highest wind recorded in the month of July at St. Louis International Lambert Airport. So 79 miles per hour there to the north in Hazelwood, a 60 mile per hour wind gust just back to the west in St. Charles, 72 miles per hour. So we can see wind damaged power poles, trees down with just 60 miles per hour, but we had winds up to basically 80 miles per hour and pretty widespread damaging winds as well. That swath of damage was pretty impressive. St. Charles County, who got hit hard, all quiet now behind that storm this morning. Highland, Illinois showing a nice sunrise here with clear skies. Now because of the clear skies and radiational cooling and all the moisture left behind, from yesterday's storm complex. We did see some patchy fog develop, so visibilities are reduced in some areas. Looking just fine though there from Lambert Airport, 74 degrees north-northwest wind at five miles per hour. Here's a look at the visibility. Washington, we have some patchy fog there in some of our river valleys. Farmington, eight-tenths of a mile. Salem, some fog developing in that region. So just be careful out in the roads, but this should be improving here over the next little bit. Some clouds left behind in Belleville, our records farm camera. Things do look pretty damp there. We have 69 at Moscow Mills, Herman 70 at Rolla, Scott Air Force Base 72 in Arnold. So for today, it's going to be cooler than the past few days. Highs only in the upper 80s to low 90s. So 91 in St. Charles, St. Louis around 91. But once you get outside of the city, away from the urban heat island effect, not quite as hot. So any storms do look to stay to the west of our region today. But by early tomorrow morning, we could be watching a complex of storms rolling out of the central plains, and that could have an impact on our region morning to about midday, even into the afternoon. We could see some showers and storms with that next system. Still a little bit of uncertainty with that, and that tends to be the really name the game here moving forward with each complex of storms. It's really hard to pinpoint the exact timing and location because each one can be affected by the one previous. So that can all change things. For example, yesterday's storm complex impacted the forecast for today. It really changed things up in just the course of 24 hours. So for today, 91 degrees. We are not going to have that dangerous heat. I needed to 
uncheck a box there that I forgot to do for partly cloudy overnight tonight. 69 degrees northeast wind 5 to 10 and your extended forecast scattered storms highs in the 80s each day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday heat does build in for Thursday and Friday and into your weekend. It does look like that pattern might try to break down. So we're going with a dry forecast for now for Saturday and Sunday. Laura. Jamie, appreciate it. We do want to move on to some other headlines for you this morning. A man convicted of murdering a six-year-old girl is set to be put to death on Tuesday. Johnny Johnson will now be executed after an appeals court lifted a stay of execution in the case on Saturday. This allows that execution to move forward as originally scheduled. The stay was put in place as Johnson's attorneys were questioning his mental competence. The state Supreme Court did determine that Johnson failed to make a quote substantial threshold of insanity. A judge sentenced him to death by lethal injection after the 2002 murder of Casey Williamson. The St. Louis Archdiocese hosting a gun violence summit over the weekend. It's all in response to escalating violence here at home and across the country. It was held at the Cardinal Regali Center. Leaders there calling gun violence a public health crisis. They also talked about current state gun laws and gave perspective from the Catholic faith. Victims of gun violence also sharing their stories there. According to the Archdiocese, gun violence led to the deaths of 650 people in the city of St. Louis from 2018 to 2021. Later in the day, the group held workshops on how parishes and schools can collaborate to make our communities safer. Area school districts and police departments are educating parents about social media safety. As the new school year is about to start, they do say it's important to know if your kids are on social media apps, including Instagram, TikTok, Tinder and Snapchat. Webster Groves is among the districts that have ongoing conversations with police about student safety, and they warn social media apps are making it easy for criminals to target kids. Online gaming is it's a huge thing. I mean, it's, it's grown so much over the last 10 years. And honestly, that's where a lot of these um, predators are looking for their victims. You may see your child all of a sudden get like uh, VC points. I think they what they call it on like NBA 2K. Like, how did your child get that? You know, you didn't give your child any allowance or anything like that. Like what friend all of a sudden gave your kid this? To see more of this conversation with our own Jasmine Huda and social media resources available, be sure to watch the Pulse of St. Louis this morning at 10 right here on Fox 2.